to always have something fun, to have something new on tap as we do today here in Tampa. By the way, that drive that ended BYU's first half, that 14-play, 5-minute, 25-second drive is the longest drive of the season for BYU in terms of number of plays, 14, and length of time in 525. Speaking of time, BYU is not a good time of possession team coming in two today, and that's been flipped around as BYU's almost equaled its per-game possession time in one half of play. BYU has the ball for about 25 and a half minutes per game, and they had the ball for 21 and a half minutes in the first half. So some of what BYU wants to get done is getting done, but more touchdowns and fewer field goals. Uh, Kalani says, I love Jake Oldroy, but I prefer more PATs and fewer field goals. Thank you. And I would have to imagine that uh, at 13 field goals right now, Jake remains among the country's leaders in number of field goals made. He's now 13 for 16 on the year after 3 for 3 in half number 1. All right, second half about to play. Uh, second half of play about to get underway as BYU kicks off from right to left, south to north here at Raymond James Stadium. Jernard Phillips and Bentley Sanders back to return for USF. And now shadows cover about uh, two-thirds of the field as we get late in the afternoon here at Ray J. The locals like to call it. Skyler Southam approaches. Drives deep. Five-yard line, Bentley Sanders. Comes outside the right hash, goes between and all the way outside the far hash, and he is sent head over heels at the 30-yard line. Dropped there, give him the 31, and set up the USF Bulls for first down and 10. USF in the first half gained 119 total yards to BYU's 209, and BYU ran for a buck 12. When BYU uh, when BYU has 150 plus on the ground and allows fewer allows fewer than 100 on the ground, BYU has a pretty remarkable thing going. 14 consecutive wins in that situation. Shotgun snap to Jordan McLeod. The handoff is to Jordan Cronkright as he goes between the tackles and hashes for about four, maybe five on first down and ten. Jordan Cronkright in the first half, eight for 35 on the ground to lead USF. Cronkright's been a real shifty runner who likes to bounce. BYU's got to make sure they maintain gap integrity, keep him inside the tackle box where they can get him to the ground. Now it's second and five. Cronkright again. Middle, Tonga this time. A gain of two, third down and three. So BYU specialized in defensive three and outs for the first part of the first half. It was eight minutes to go in the second quarter before USF earned a first down. And now it's third down and three from the 39. And again, Cronkright. This time he's got a little more going at Sands, beg your pardon. Trayvon Sands replacing Cronkright. But needed three and got just the three, so moved the sticks. Trayvon Sands, the backup to Jordan Cronkright. Sands, a little, stir, a little stockier fellow at 5'11", 221. Cronkright's 5'11", 202. And now they go shotgun with two running backs. In fact, ta- tailback and H-back. And the handoff is to the tail. Trayvon Sands off the right hip of McLeod on first and 10. He got three. Good fill in the A-gap there by Kavika Fanuas. USF has had most of their success running power plays, which means they double-team on the left side and they pull a guard from the right side of the line to kick out the defensive end. McLeod's slight play fake. Deep down the far sideline and incomplete. No flags. Coverage by Isaiah Heron down that far boundary. Pass falls incomplete. It'll go to second down and seven. 
Good coverage by Isaiah. Was there with him step for step. He was in a he was in a one-on-one scenario and uh, didn't give the receiver even any window to catch the ball. Stanley Clairvaux was the intended receiver. Go to third down and six for USF at the South Florida 46-yard line. Ball directly between the hashes on the USF Bull logo at midfield. Cronk right, the tailback. Play fake. Deeper drop now for McLeod. Harassed from his left. Takes off to his left. Has to get to the 48-47 of BYU, and he got there. First down on third down and six. The scramble from Jordan McLeod and just does get the line to gain. And a good job by the defensive pass rush there for BYU in maintaining their rush lane integrity. He just was able to slip right through one of the cracks into the open field and get the first down. First and 10, the BYU 47 right back to the line. The handoff to Cronkright coming right. That's a big gainer. The flag flies to the far side of the field on a gain of eight for Cronkright. Give him seven on that scamper. I wonder if uh, BYU was trying to substitute. I wonder if they didn't get a player off in time. Illegal substitution on the defense. Too many players. Five-yard penalty. Replay first down. Of course, Riley is right. So they'll go from second and three to first and five. Yeah. Fourth penalty against BYU. If they take the result of the play, it's second and short, two or three. Now they'll go to first and five. And the BYU 42. What have teams done in the first possessions of second halves against BYU this season? This one's moving well so far, this drive. Teams have three scores on fi- in five games in the first possession of half number two. Utah scored a touchdown. Tennessee was picked. USC punted. Washington had a touchdown. And Toledo was held to a field goal. What will South Florida do here as they've gotten down to the BYU 37-yard line? Run last play. Setting up first and five. Officials timeout here. Well, one thing to mention, Greg, so far it looks like uh, South Florida is making a statement to run the ball. The first Of the first eight plays, seven so far have been runs. And per Kalani's you know, interview at halftime, if BYU is going to continue to you know, display defensive dominance, they've got to stop the run, which is going to control this ballgame. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. They're doing a measurement. Interesting measurement on second down, and it proves that it was short again. I'm not going to say they wasted our time, but there were probably more efficient uses of an official's timeout than so that one. After that first and five run, it sets up a second and one. That previous run from Cronkwright did not get the line to gain. Second and one, USF at the BYU 37. Devin Kofusi checks out. Alden Tofa checks in. So second and very short for the Bulls. And with Tofa checking in, BYU now switches to a four-man front. The first five plays of this drive were three-man front. See if that proves to be a little bit more stout against the run. Snap McLeod. Fakes the end around. Sprints left. Can tuck it for the first down, and he does. He sprints out of bounds at the far sideline. So had some options there with a second and very, very short and decided to keep it himself to move the chain. So USF now first down, nearing scoring territory, 35-yard line. They don't kick long field goals. 
Uh, career long from Weiss is 38. He's never missed inside the 30-yard line, but he's only 5 for 9 outside of it. So they're not really necessarily in scoring territory yet. 35-yard line of BYU. Shotgun slant McLeod. handoff Cronkright. Cronkright busts off right tackle and keeps bouncing off of would-be tacklers. Ends up with 9.5 yards on first down and 10 to the BYU 25.5-yard line. Shaman Willis with the tackle. So Kalen Hall, father of Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall now starting a quarterback for BYU. Jamal Willis, father of Shaman Willis, and Willis now at corner for BYU. So quarterback and cornerback, sons of fathers who were teammates. McLeod goes middle, complete to the 13-yard line to Mitchell Wilcox. We've not seen a lot of intermediate-length passes like that today. But Mitchell Wilcox is a good target, and he hauls it in at the 13-yard line to set up the Bulls' first and 10 in the red zone. Most definitely, and that was drawn up. You could tell that was a design play that really it was going to Wilcox or McLeod was going to take off running. It was a very decisive and quick decision by McLeod that, uh, of course, getting to a player of Wilcox's caliber is going to likely be successful. Trayvon Sands now the tailback to the right hip of McLeod. H-back is left. McLeod shotgun snap. The give to Sands. Sands follows his blocker to the right, to the 10, to the 5, to the 3, to the 2, to the 1, and column just short there. But it's a 13-yard run on first and 10. Give him 12 of the 13 and set up first and goal from the 1 now for South Florida. And USF is right back to the line, so they hurry it up here. And again, they go tailback, H-back, and shotgun snap. McLeod flags. First and goal from the 1, and they messed it up. I think they false started. You're right, Greg. Oh, you love first and goal from the 1, but they hurried too quickly and get flagged. False start. Number 64 on the offense. Five-yard penalty. Still first down. That is just brutal. The world is your oyster at first and goal at the one. First and goal at the six isn't the worst thing in the world, but, man, if you're USF, you're like, how do we mess that up? You can kind of justify it that, look, we're not as big as BYU. It might be tough sledding with with these short yardage plays, but three chances to get one yard. You gotta. You don't need to be pulling gimmicks. Calm down and run a, you know, line up, run a good play. Tight trips left, single wide right, and now whistles and timeout, South Florida. So that goes from first and goal to one to a penalty and now to a timeout. timeout. South Florida. This is their first timeout of the half. 30-second timeout. 10.58 remaining in quarter number three. BYU's lead is 16-7. to We'll stay right here for the time being. A false start on the one, and then... Needing to call timeout. Yeah, yeah, and then needing to call timeout. Not a lot of confidence being shown here by the USF Bulls. Hopefully the BYU defense is picking up on that, and someone can come up with a timely play here to continue to either push them back, get a turnover, or, you know, hold them to a field goal. BYU fans, find your perfect match at Kengar Volkswagen in Orem with an incredible selection and great lease options. You're bound to find the car for you. Kengar Volkswagen, we hear you. Jordan McLeod, a modest 5 for 9 for 67 yards and a touchdown. A passer rating still north of 150, however. Jaron Hall, 11 for 17, 97 yards and a touchdown. Passer rating of 132. USF began half number 2 with the football. and They've kept it all the way till first and goal from the 6 with 10.58 to play in quarter number 3. Eleven plays, 62 yards so far for the Bulls. Shotgun snap, McLeod. McLeod, pressure, going down. 
Oh, releases it to Sands. He flipped it to Sands, who stays on his feet to the 10 to the 5 and gets a yard out of all that. He was going down was McLeod and just flipped it to Sands right at the end of the play to avoid the sack. Ended up getting a yard out of it is all, but better than the option that they were facing, which was a sack back around the 10. Brackenell Bakery had him hogtied, and he had both his legs uh, tied together, and as he was falling to the ground, you're right, he flipped it right to the running back, and ultimately for a modest game, but a sack taken out of the grass of Brackenell Bakery. Pistol, handoff, Cronkright. Cronkright leaning after getting contact at the five all the way to the one and a half. So now third and goal from still outside where the Bulls were on first and goal. A hurry-up false start would be nice here, but it doesn't look like they're going to do that again. And now you begin to wonder, does Charlie Strong consider this to be four-down territory? Two plays to get a yard and a half. You're down nine if you're USF. 16-7, to seven, ten minutes to go in the third. USF three of six on third downs. McLeod to the gun. Cronkright left hip. H-back to the right side. Handoff Cronkright. Middle stacked up. Didn't get it. The pile pushes. Did he get it? They signal touchdown! Late, late signal after he appeared to be stopped shy of the goal line, but the pile kept pushing, and the signal came late from one side of the field. The top side, far side official did not signal it. Near side official closer to the play did signal it, and now they're pulling bodies off of bodies at the goal line. The signal is touchdown. There will be a review. And on the first surge, he was short, but then the pile Riley moved, and they kept the play alive, and no whistle, and finally a signal. So the signal is touchdown, and USF gets within three with a PAT pending. You know, Greg, there's a lot of uh, calls made by the officials that are subjective that frustrate fans, pass interference, holding some of these others. Forward progress is one of those for me. And no delay for review. They like what they saw, and the PAT is up and good from Kobe Weiss. Feels like a new ball game here. 16-14 to 14 it is. 9.44 to go in the third quarter. Timeout on the field. USF punches one in on drive number one of quarter number three. BYU 16, South Florida 14. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU's offense soon to be back out on the field. And again, the Cougars now lead by just two, 16-14. We'll see what kind of smart decisions are in store for the BYU offensive unit. Here's a smart decision, the UCCU 4-3-2-1 cashback rewards card, which gives you more cashback on the spending you do the most. UCCU, love where you bank. So USF's had an interesting day. They've had a drive of three yards, a drive of one yard. Rather, a drive of three plays, one play, three plays, three plays, one play. The other two, eight for 86 in a score. The other one, 14 for 68 in a score. So they've put together two, just only two drives that have even gained first downs. And both have scored touchdowns. And as a result, USF is hanging with BYU 16 to 14 that last drive. 68 plays, 68 yards, 14 plays. 11 of them rush plays. 5-16 off the clock. At 5.16, three seconds short of the longest drive by time for USF this year. A bouncing kickoff to Lopini Katoa at the 5. He's got the 10, the 15, the 20, the 25, and drags a couple of bulls to the 30. Good return from Lopini. And the 14 plays are the longest drive in terms of number of plays for USF this year. So both teams today, BYU and USF, have had 14 play drives, which are each the longest 
for either side this year in terms of number of plays. 9.38 to play in quarter number three in BYU, first and 10 from the Cougar 30-yard line. Shadows now over the entire field here at Raymond James Stadium. Sione Finau gets another look at tailback. BYU in the pistol. Tight end and two wides left. Wide receiver right. Sione runs middle. That's a positive gain for Finau. The freshman goes for five. Second and five, BYU. Great example by the big men up front for BYU of reestablishing the line of scrimmage. There was tremendous push there. If they can maintain this throughout the entire second half, BYU will be in good shape offensively. Sione Finau had two carries for a minus one yard till that point. That's a carry for five, setting up second and five at the BYU 35. Ball between the hash marks. Hand off Finau. This time he's wrapped up for no gain. So third down and five, forthcoming for the Cougs. Really aggressive play by the defensive end. Off, therefore, you must sit out for play. By the defensive end on that play, setting up. It, it didn't set up that time on that particular play, but uh, for another Jaron Hall pull and QB run uh, on a subsequent play later in the second half. BYU's had a third and goal from the five. This is the first true third and five non-goal-to-go situation today. And BYU was incomplete on the third and goal from the five earlier. So third down and five at the BYU 35. USF shows five at the line. They bring a sixth. Option left. First down and more. Jaron Hall starts left, comes middle between the hashes, goes right. 45-40, swerving his way downfield. 35 and 32-yard line. Jaron Hall sets the Cougars up after a huge run on third down and five. Tremendous play call and one that if you've watched all of the BYU games thus far, it's where the quarterback pauses and then flicks it out to the running back. They had the running back covered. Jaron Hall took adv- took opportunity to gain big yards upfield. And they already run the first down play to a, to a Asupa on first and 10 from the USF 33, and a BYU player is down. That was a 33-yard run by Jaron Hall preceding the run by Asupa, jersey number 33, and now a BYU appears oh. to be lineman. Is, is it a lineman or yes, not? Yes, it is. So Keanu Saliaponga appears to be the lineman down for for the Cougs. And BYU's had exceptional health for the most part at O-line the last couple of seasons, but just recently it's bit. Kiefer Longson's been hurt and not available. Tristan Hodge is missing today's game. And now we think Saliaponga is the injured Cougar down near the line of scrimmage. Well, the BYU offensive line depth was tested coming into today with the loss of Tristan Hodge, and it looks like they're going to need another man to step up here also on the right side of that offensive line and tackle this time. Jaron Hall's made the difference that it was hoped he would make with his legs. Ten carries, 49 yards with a long of 30. They officially give him 32 on that last run, so 32 for Jaron, his career-long run now. And BYU's converted... 8 of 13 third downs. That number 8, the most of any game this season for BYU. Cougars 16, USF 14. Timeout, we're taking on the new skin BYU Sports Network. All right, so back at Raymond James Stadium here, Tampa, Florida. 8 10 to play in the third quarter. They've taken Keanu Saliaponga off the field injured. And so it is Thomas Schoff, who used to be a starting tackle. For, or are they going to go with Schoff? They will Schoff. put him at right tackle. And they'll have Christensen left tackle. Yeah, that's right. Show replaces Saliaponga at right tackle. And BYU first and uh, second and six, beg your pardon, from the 29 of USF. Jaron Hall gun. They bring Aleva Hifo in motion. Keeper for Hall following his blockers. Nicely done. 25-20, 15-10. Makes a sidestep. Makes a man miss. Gets into the end zone. Touchdown run. Jaron Hall. 
great play design and great execution. They ran the fly sweep motion all the way to the right. They pulled the guards. The right guard, Clark Barrington, came around the left side, made a kick-out block, and from there it was all Jaron Hall's athleticism. He had one man to beat in the safety, cut back against him, and his speed carried him into the end zone for the long touchdown run. Tremendous play call and execution and athleticism by Jaron Hall. 29-yard touchdown scamper, 78 rushing yards on the day. And Jake Oldroyd on for the PAT. 22 to 14 Cougs with the PAT pending. Snap, Harris, hold Livingston. Kick by Jake is up and splits the uprights. BYU 23, South Florida 14. We're taking a break once again. 7.50 to go in the third quarter. And the Cougs open up the nine-point cushion. Jaron Hall into the end zone, running it left, following his blockers, well-designed, well-executed, and the redshirt freshman quarterback making his first career start, hopes to make it, and looks to make it a winning one. BYU by nine, taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time now for the Utah Port Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary. It sees BYU going 70 yards in five plays, all of them rushing plays. Over 154 off the clock. It was a quick one, and it ends with the quick one. Jaron Hall getting into the end zone on a 29-yard touchdown run. BYU now 23, USF 14. The Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. Utah Pork Producers are committed to farming responsibly and ethically. Visit utahporkproducers.org under we care. So Jaron Hall sitting at 78 rushing yards. Did you know, Riley Nelson, no BYU, uh, the only, no, it was Taysom Hill's the only other BYU quarterback to run for 100-plus yards in his first career start. Ran for 143 against Hawaii back in uh, 2012. Jaron Hall looking to become the second. Jake Oldroyd will now kick off, not Skylar Southam. Jake from right to left, south to north here at Raymond James Stadium, home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are uh, in London this weekend playing the Panthers tomorrow morning. Oldroyd gets into it, gets it to the one-yard line to Bentley Sanders, out to 5'10", 15 between the rails, and now outside the far hash, 25-30, 35-40. Good blocking downfield. Oldroyd's taking care of it. He stumbles and falls. He got tripped up and falls at the 35-yard line of BYU. I'm not sure who or what got him, but he got that one last block of Oldroyd and was off and running. Eventually stumbles and somersaults at the 35 of BYU, but a huge run back of 60-plus yards by Bentley Sanders. Ironically enough, Greg, as I'm watching this play, the his last lead blocker, when uh, Jake Oldroyd made collision with him, it was just enough that the blocker's leg came back and tripped up the runner. Thank goodness, because he was well on his way to a score there. Yep, that could have put them right back in it. As it is, they're down nine, and the ball is outside the BYU 35. Kelly Joyner Jr. becomes the third running back to play for USF. He's off the right hip of Jordan McLeod. There's a wing back to the right, a play fake, pocket holds down the far sideline. Receiver's held up, and there comes the flag. So Isaiah Heron was holding up Eddie McDoom down the far boundary. Now BYU signaling offensive PI. So either way, there was a collision. I think it's going to go against USF. So flag flies on the McBoom route down the far boundary, and it may go against him. Pass interference, number 13 on the offense. 15-yard penalty, remains first down. That looked like a couple of cats in the back alley from the snap of the football. <laughs> there was a lot of pawn and scratching and, and screeching there the, since, you know, from the start of that play. I'm glad it worked out in BYU's favor well, that's as a, they were equal opportunity offenders there. That, that's a brutal call because you look at the fact that 
He gets tripped up by his own guy or else he's taken it to the house. And now it's first and 25 back in their own territory at the 49-yard line. Most definitely. Shotgun snap from a cloud. They play out of pistol. The hand right to Joyner. Kelly Joyner is just hammered. He's picked up and he's thrown down by Peyton Wilgar. I've mentioned that pulling guard time and time again. They ran that play again. This time Peyton Wilgar collisions him with a good strong good strong foundation, is able to shed the blocker and make the tackle in the backfield. Loss of two. That's our collision of the game brought to you by Martin's Collision Repair. For the right repair, the right paint, the right choice, learn more at martinscollision.com. And that was one of those. Wilgar with loss of two. Tackle of Joyner. Deep down the near side. Man is there, but he can't find it. He turned around a little late. And it's an incompletion to Eddie McBoom down the middle on second and 27, by the way. He'd beaten his man, but he couldn't find the ball. Most definitely, and that was he definitely had his man, but uh, McLeod feeling the pressure, and there wasn't a blitz, but just the four-man rush collapsing in around him. I think he got rid of the ball a little bit sooner than he would have liked. Had he been able to see that route develop one or two more steps downfield, he wouldn't have missed him to the outside shoulder. But uh, because of the pressure applied by the BYU defensive front, ends in an incompletion. Bentley Sanders was inches away from a house call on a kickoff return, and now it's third and 27 back at the USF 47. Play fake and a three-step. McLeod fires underneath, complete to the backup tight end, Mathis, but it won't be for much. And now just at midfield, USF brings the punt team on. Wow, that went from really good to really bad in a hurry for USF. And that may be the swing that BYU needs to keep the pedal down because that's Sanders' play. If it becomes a kickoff return touchdown, you're right back to a two-point game again. And now it's a nine-point game, and you're getting the ball back if you're BYU. And, and he fell a good ten yards after what would have been that, that clip of the heel with that lead blocker. He just lost his balance. Yep. Aleva Hifo back to return the punt from Trent Schneider. Ooh, barely gets it away. End over ender. Hifo calls fair catch 14-yard line. So BYU facing an 86-yard field next. First and 10 for the Cougs with 6-12 to go in the third, and BYU leading USF by 9, 23-14. More Cougar football next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. First and 10 handoff to Lopini Katoa, and the pile pushes after Katoa gets 9 up the middle on first and 10. They'll whistle it back, even though the pile pushed well beyond the line to gain. They'll say a nine-yard gain for Lopini. BYU's run game at 182 yards before that last snap. 23-yard line. Give them nine, second and one. BYU started this drive at the 14-yard line. Worst starting field position of the game for BYU. So good time for the longest scoring drive of the season for BYU, right? Option to the left. Hall the pitch back to Lopini. He's immediately run up on and forced out. No gain. In fact, a loss of two back to the 20. Third down four, forthcoming for BYU. Bentley Sanders, who almost had that kickoff return touchdown, has the force out. He's a nickelback for USF. That first down offensive P.I. just killed the Bulls' last possession. BYU looking to take advantage as they tempo it. Hall back in the gun. Now they slow it down, look to the sideline. Third down four from the BYU 20. So field position favors USF here if they don't get the four yards needed. BYU's been good on third and short, and this is third and short-ish at third down and four. Hall shotgun. Katoa to his left hip. Trips to the wide right, single wide left. The look right, the keeper, and now the drop of Hall. The sack back at the 15-yard line. Loss of five on the play. 
So fourth and long coming up, and BYU will punt it away. And haven't seen that kind of pressure since earlier in the game. It's been a while since he's been wrapped up like that and thrown down, and he was chucked to the ground by Kirk Livingston. And that's his second sack of the season. Ball now between the rails at the 15-yard line. Oldroyd putting his toes on the goal line. Will punt away to K.J. Sales and Bryce Miller. So, USF will be in fine shape, at least should be, field position-wise, if they can cleanly handle. Late player on for the Bulls on punt return. This one skied to Sales. Catch at the 43, quickly to the 45, midfield, and now he's dropped to the ground right at the stripe. So, 50-yard field facing South Florida. First and 10. BYU football brought to you in part by America First Credit Union, Utah's number one credit union. Join us and you'll be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details and go Cougars. Jordan McLeod, passer rating of 136. Jaron Hall, passer rating 132. Hall will take the win, thank you. 23-14, Cougs lead it. 4.32 to go in the third quarter. Ball between the hash marks and Jordan Cronkright, the tailback to the right hip of McLeod in the gun. Shotgun snap, McLeod. Nice slalom work by Cronkright, who gets to the 45 of BYU and 44 before the play is blown dead. Gain of five, second and five. In fact, give him six, make it second and four, South Florida. Good penetration by the BYU defensive line. Cronkright's doing a good job with the fancy feet, as you mentioned, Greg, picking his way through for gains. High snap that McLeod plucks out of the air, gives to Cronkright, and he's wrapped up on a second and three. Got only a yard, maybe yard and a half. So third and short coming up for USF. Uriah Leatawa, the tackle for BYU. Yardage tally, 280 for the Cougars, 197 before that last play for, for South Florida. The rush battle, 183 to 125 in BYU's favor. Yards per play almost dead even. USF has a slight edge in yards per play. BYU's run 20 more plays than USF. Middle on third down and one, and Trayvon Sands picks it up. Strong run by Sands to the 39 of BYU, first and 10, USF. They're trying to hang in here down nine, late in quarter number three. Well, and one thing that needs to pick up for BYU is, you know, being here on the sideline in the first half, the energy was really high by the players. I've seen a dip here in the second half. If they're going to get build momentum, that, that sideline's got to help them out and get get pumped for this you know this uh this second half mitchell jurgens in the zions bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life zions bank is for you a step up and a deep throw man is open mcboom is there and again he can't find the ball it's to his right this time it falls incomplete twice mcboom has beaten his man and twice mcleod and mcboom cannot connect on a deep ball down the middle so greg on both of these throws he thrown it over the outside shoulder in other words towards the sideline most fans probably know this but if you don't You've probably heard of a post route. The reason why it's called a post route is because you run it towards the goal post, towards the upright. But be to your Mc- inside. Yes, yeah. but McLeod has not been throwing it that way. He's been throwing it too far outside, missed two opportunities. Second down 10 at the BYU 38. They run on second and 10 to Sands, and he just gets tripped up and doesn't have much more than a fall ahead to the 36-yard line. It'll be a gain of a couple. Third down and eight. So a bunch of almost plays for USF. Deep balls to McBoom. A kickoff return that saw the returner tripped up and somersault himself at the 35-yard line after a 62-yard return. They backed up and ended up punting on that possession, the ensuing possession. And now it's USF third and eight at the BYU 36. 2.40 to go in the third. McLeod to the gun, Kronk right to his left. Tight end and a wide out left and two wide short side right. McLeod picked off. 
Interception, BYU Chaz Ayu at the 20-yard line gets out to the 30-31, and that'll be BYU football. Chaz Ayu with his first INT of the season. Chaz Ayu was in the coverage on the on the USF tight end. And uh, coverage on the uh, USF tight end, and the ball was severely underthrown. Ayu had his eyes back to the quarterback, was able to recognize it as the tight end continued on down the field, stopped dead in his tracks, turned around, caught the ball, was able to get the big turnover and momentum shift for BYU. First season INT for Chaz, first career INT for Chaz. So jersey number three on D sets up jersey number three in white. It is Jaron Hall back in the gun. Lopini Katoa to his left hip. The Chaz Ayu pick makes it two giveaways for USF today. BYU leading by nine now and the ball. First and ten Cougs at the BYU 31, 226 to go in the third. The pullback and the throw near side. A flat throw. To, we haven't seen a lot of those throws to Bushman. And it might have actually been completed as a screen had it been complete to Matt where he was about to catch it. But it goes over his head and complete second and ten BYU. Bentley Sanders right in Jaron Hall's face. Jaron actually had to kind of jump to get over Sanders' outstretched arms to even throw it. Good job. Got to credit USF for bringing pressure to kind of frustrate that play there. Second down, ten yards to go. Far hash. BYU right to left as we see it and you hear it. The BYU line of scrimmage very much in our line of sight here as we're on the right side of the field. And BYU defends the goal to our right. Keeper by Jaron Hall after he pulled it away from Lopini Katoa. And he scampers right for about three. Third down and seven. Forthcoming for the Cougars. 2-10 to go in the third quarter. BYU 23, South Florida 14. Jaron Hall with a 32-yard long run earlier in the game and a 29-yard touchdown run earlier in this quarter. BYU on 8 of 14 on third downs, facing a third down and seven. Third and seven Cougs. It's BYU's third, third and seven of the day. And they've converted on the first two. Hall in the gun. Throws far side. High and caught but short. Bushman the reception, but two yards shy of the line to gain. BYU facing a fourth and two with 132 to go in quarter number three. Actually mark him farther back to make it fourth and three. So the ball inside, BYU's 40. Fourth down, three yards to go, punt team on with 80 seconds remaining in the third quarter. As you mentioned, Greg, with with the third quarter winding down on a third medium, you go to your best offensive player so far in this season, one of your season veterans and Matt Bushman uh, against zone coverage. USF did their job where they had guys right in his vicinity, so as right as he caught it, he was tackled and brought to the ground. I don't have a problem with that play. Danny Jones bobbles the snap as Jones was in the punt, and USF will take over between the 20 and 25-yard line of BYU. They brought in the Aussie punter Jones, and he didn't handle the snap cleanly. Vincent Davis for USF ends up recovering on the pile, and the Bulls get new life first and 10. Interesting action actually happened up here in the booth, Greg. The BYU coaching staff is in the is in the booth next to us, and Coach Lamb, before that ball was even snapped, was standing up, signaling, yelling, "Timeout! Timeout!" So obviously something was wrong huh. even before the play there, which resulted in the bad snap and fumble. Now normally, Oldroyd is the long field punter, and Jones is the short punt and pin pooch punter, and they used Jones in this case on long field, and it backfires with a fumbled snap. Now the BYU D back on the field. McLeod in the gun, Cronkright to his right hip. Jordan Cronkright fashions a nice run. Inside the 15 to the 14, a gain of eight. 
on first down and 10. Kavika Fonua, the tackle there. So BYU, after its two takeaways, did not, did not do anything, didn't score after either one. And now they've given it away on a fumbled punch snap. Cronkright on second and one. I think got, ooh, maybe it didn't get there. They're marking him. It looks to be inches short. Well, the near side official, I think, has him at the line to gain. And the far side doesn't, and he'll, he'll agree with the near side. They'll move the stick. So that run is converted by Jordan Cronkright. Now it's first and 10 from the 13 for USF. So BYU today, after recovering a fumble, punted on the ensuing possession. Ten, then after the INT, fumbles on the ensuing possession today. H-back left, tailback right, shotgun McLeod. McLeod hands off Cronkright. Has a good blocker in front of him. Freeing him to the 10, inside the 5 to the 2. First and goal now, USF. Exactly what that play was designed to do. It got done. And now first and goal, close to the goal line, the 2-yard line for USF. And here we are at the quarter. And that's the end of 3. So, heading into the 4th, BYU with a lead. Two weeks ago at Toledo, BYU headed into the 4th with a lead. And Toledo scored early in the quarter to make it a new ball game, and that's what USF tries to do when we come back to Tampa. 23-14, BYU leads South Florida, but it will be first and goal from the two for USF in quarter number four after this. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.